Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest on Megan Thee Stallion, Amber Heard, Camila Cabello, Bad Bunny, Eddie Van Halen, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus. So if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking a question. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on the top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com slash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto, like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgive. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 65 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for supporting the show from day one, and thank you for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon if you're here on the East Coast, or if it's a Wednesday morning if you're out on the West Coast, or if it's Thursday after uh, Thursday morning uh, further in Europe or Asia. So thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, we wasn't on the air last week, but uh, this year we got uh, plenty of stories to make up for lost time. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Miss Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, the interview that she did with CBS Morning, uh, Gail King, uh, we are going to give you uh, uh, a clip or give you a listen to the interview that she gave where she talked about the shooting, about how she was feeling emotionally, the, the trauma that she went through, and how people tried to 
make her appear like this person that was lying through this whole ordeal. So we're going to be uh, talking about Megan, and we're going to be listening to the part of the interview that she gave with CBS Morning, Gail King. Also this week, we're going to be uh, talking about um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. You know, honestly, I have not been following their case, but it's been um, to a point where uh, Amber Heard might want to seek some extra protections because she's been getting some death threats. Uh, If if you haven't followed the story, uh, Johnny Depp is suing his former wife, defaming him and uh where she uh herself describes herself she was she claimed that uh, she was a victim of domestic violence but Johnny Depp is suing her for defamation of his character which caused him to lose movie roles or people don't want to work with him so um this case is getting really detailed. Um, I don't know if you follow the case or seen it on court TV, but uh, now it's getting to a point where people are threatening Amber Heard's life. So I'll tell you the latest. Also, uh, Miss Camila Cabello is the new face of Victoria's Secret bombshell fragrance. That's why she, she's going to be um, part of a, a, a brand of the of a very uh, the very first for uh, Victoria's Secret when it comes to a bilingual campaign. So uh, she's the former Fifth Harmony star is going to speak on uh, both uh, English and Spanish in the new ad for the best-selling perfume. Also, uh, keeping it in the Latin culture, Bad Bunny is going to be starring in Sony's El Muerto. It's going to be the first live-action Marvel movie that's going to be led by a Latino character. I'll tell you about that. And also the late Eddie Van Halen, he's doing something that I I talked about a lot on my show. I talked with several guests who are in the music industry about how music is no longer uh, in the schools. And Eddie Van Halen uh, did something very um, special uh before he uh, passed her on, and that's uh, that was to uh, donate more money to music education. So we're going to tell you about what this uh, veteran, former uh, veteran rocker who passed away uh, two years ago, what he did. And uh, Will Smith is apparently uh, looking for some soul healing. I'll tell you where he went for that healing. So we just a lot of ground to cover. Uh, before we get to the show today, I wanted to give you guys uh, some information. If you are, uh, well, you know that the warmer weather is coming in some parts of the country. The warm weather is here, and if you're just um, not happy with what you want to look, or you know, wearing less, uh, you know, summer clothes, less clothes, and you're you're not happy about what you see in the mirror, give my boy David Romero a call. He was a former co-host of mine, and we did a show here together on Blog Talk called Loco 
Michael That's Entertainment Rundown. He has now become a certified fitness trainer, and um, he has this four-week program where he works around your schedule, and he gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. Now, if you want it, if you're looking to get into fitness and you're looking to change your lifestyle, give David a call. His number is nine five six seven zero six three eight five five. You can also reach out and uh, send him a direct message on Instagram at uh, at this is his Instagram account, which is at uh, David uh, J Romero. Um, at uh, um, no, you can also email him. I'm sorry. You can email him at davidjromero88 at yahoo.com, and you can also uh, direct message him on Instagram at davidloco12. That's D-A-V-I-D-L-O-C-O-12. And um, also you can um, shoot him an email at davidjromero, that's david, the letter J, Romero, R-O-M-E-R-O, 88, at yahoo.com. He charges $40, and you can do outdoor training. You can join him uh, on the Zoom. And uh, he also can, you also can reach him at Camp Gladiator on Instagram. That's Camp Gladiator, that's C-A-M-P-G-L-A-D-I-A-T-O-R, and at Salute, which is at S-A-L-U-T. And he also has um, things for your wellness needs as well, from vitamins to shakes. And if you want to take a look at that, uh, just go to the website, P, like in Paul, W-S dot Shakely, that's S-H-A-K-L-E-E, Com and tell them that you heard it here on Blog Talk Radio. That's Entertainment Online Radio with his former co-host Tammy Jones Gibbs. So let's get started. Um, Megan The Stallion claimed that fellow rapper Tory Lane had offered uh, money to keep her quiet about the alleged shooting that caused her uh, that he caused. Allegedly, to he shot her foot, and uh, it was a very emotional uh, interview. Uh, she was very distraught, very traumatized, and she goes into details what happened that day, that night. Uh, the incident happened about two years ago in 2020, and she, during the interview, and it, it aired this past Monday on CBS Morning, where uh, it all started from an argument after they were leaving a party at a reality star uh, Kylie Jenner's house in Los Angeles. And uh, let's, get a, uh, let's get a start. Uh, let's listen to this uh, interview that she gave. There was an argument, and you get out of the car, right? At that point, the argument wasn't even with me. Like, the argument was with the two people in the back seat. So I asked the driver to pull the car over, like, I'm done with this. And I should have stayed out of the car. Like, I should have not got back in the car. Mm-hmm. And they was like, Megan, just get back in the car. We almost there. Like, just get back in. Mm-hmm. So I get back in the car. It's like it's getting worse. Like, the arguing in the car. The arguing in the car is getting worse, and I don't want to be in this car no more. Like, because I see it's getting crazy. So I get out the car, and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming. Is he said, "Damn!" And he started shooting, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Like he shot a couple of times. 
I was so in the car shooting from the car, Megan? He is standing up over the window shooting. Uh And I didn't even want to move. I didn't want to move too quick. Like, because I'm like, oh, my God, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's, like, super important. I don't know if he could shoot me and kill me. Like, Were you afraid for your life at that I time? I was really scared because I had never been shot at before. Mm-hmm. And I looked down at my feet because I wasn't even, the adrenaline is pumping so hard. I'm not sure if he hit me. Like, I feel it, but I don't understand what's happening. So I looked down at my feet and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm really bleeding. So I, like, drop down and I crawl in somebody's driveway. Like, I can't believe he shot me. And what is he saying, Tory Lane saying? He's apologizing. He's like, I'm so sorry. Please don't tell nobody I'll give y'all a million dollars if y'all don't say nothing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you offering me money right now? Help me. Like, and if you're sorry, just help me. Like, but at that moment, we didn't even make it to to the house. Like somebody had already called the police, and it was like so many of them. It was helicopters. I was like, oh my god, we all about to die. Like the George the George Floyd incident had just happened. The police are definitely very much shoot first, ask questions after. So I'm like, it's a hot gun in the car. I'm bleeding. I've been shot. They about to kill somebody. Like something bad is about to happen. So somebody hears the gunshots, they call the police. The police come, and they say what to you? They tell everybody to get out of the car. car. TMZ obtained video from that night. And you can see the footage of me in the swimsuit, living backwards, feet bleeding. And they say to you, what happened here? I don't remember everything they said to me, but I remember them asking me what's happening, what what happened to you, and I didn't want them to kill any of us mm-hmm. or shoot any of us. Mm-hmm. So I just said I stepped on glass mm-hmm. because I didn't. Why want, did you say that? Why didn't you say you shot me? I didn't. For some reason, I was just trying to protect all of us because I didn't want them to kill us. Like even though this person just did. Just did this to me. Mm-hmm. My first reaction still was to try to save us. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to see anybody die, mm-hmm. so I just said I stepped on glass. So when I see people trying to use that against me, like trying to act like I'm lying, oh she stepped on glass, she never got shot. I'm the one who said I stepped on glass. I was lying to protect all of us. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I wish I really would have never said that. You wish you would have just told the truth. Yeah, I wish I would have told the truth, but I, if it saved all of us from dying, then that's just probably what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. So when you told the police you stepped on glass, did they believe you? I don't know. So how did you go from the glass? Did you go to the hospital? So right they took that? me straight to the, to the hospital, hospital. Mm-hmm. and the police questioned me. And I said it was just glass. You still stuck with that I story. I stuck with it. It was glass. And right as the officers were like, okay, we're done with this, we're leaving, the doctor came in and he was like, you know, you got bullets in both of your feet. Like, you got fragments in this foot and it's like right on the back of your Achilles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
there is a medical report that says that there were bullets uh, that you had been shot, mm -hmm. and the medical report also says that to this day you still There's have bullet, still bullet fragments, fragments in, in my your feet. And there are still many people, as we sit here today, Megan, that don't even believe you were shot. The, there is um, a hot gun in the car. Yeah. What, what else? What, what happened? In text messages obtained by CBS News, Kelsey Harris, the other woman in the car, texted Megan's security guard saying, help, Tori shot Meg. I really thought that we were all friends. And it's, sometimes I feel like I put the blame on myself because when my mom passed, I just felt like I was looking for some type of family environment and I was letting so many people in. And I didn't care who it was. I just wanted to feel like I got family and I got people that care about me and just I could hang out with everybody. And I, I was just going through it. What was the nature of your relationship with Tory Lane? Because he has led, led people to believe that it was a sexual relationship, that it was uh, that you two were dating. What was the nature? We were of your not dating. We what were really it? close. We were friends. We hung out like every day. And his mom passed too. So when I felt like we were bonding over oh, that. And did you have an intimate relationship with him? Like sexual? Yeah. Did you? Have, <laughs> did you, Megan? Did you have a sexual relationship <laughs> with Tory Lanez? Yes, that's my question. Um, I didn't have a sexual relationship with Tory. So why do you think he's putting out the story that the two of you had a relationship and that you're making the whole thing up? I think that he is trying to deflect from the fact that he committed a crime. Tory Lanez pleaded not guilty to assault and weapons charges related to the shooting. We asked his attorney about Megan's allegations in the story. She responded that they look forward to addressing Ms. Pete's claims, including her inconsistencies, discrepancies, and omissions when his case goes to trial later this year. You know, um... Everybody has their opinions, and people have been talking about this incident with Megan Thee Stallion and uh, Tory Lanez. And at first, when it first came out, and when the story came out, a lot of people did not believe her. They thought that she was making up. Uh, the rapper 50 Cent made a joke about it, saying he didn't didn't believe she got. They people were making fun, and we're at. I just don't understand why when women become a victim of assault or a a crime or whatever, they rarely believe the woman or sexual harassment. They rarely believe her side of the story. And it had to t it has to take physical evidence to see and look, hey, she's not she's not First of all, when I heard the story, I believed her right away because why in the world would she want to lie about getting shot? That's a serious accusation. Why would she want to put her name, her livelihood, her career in jeopardy by making a serious accusation like that? Now, you know, I'm not familiar with Tory Lane's music, um, but... Here's a man who's supposed to be a um, a Grammy nominee as well. Uh, Megan, she won each of her three Grammys, including Best New Artist in 2021 for songs such as WAP, Hot Girl Summer, and Body. 
Uh, he is a Canadian-born uh, citizen, and he was nominated for songs like Say It and Love. Now, um, uh, Tory Lane has also um, has uh, denied Megan's allegations and pleaded not guilty to all charges, which includes assault with a semi-automatic firearm, and the trial is supposed to begin in September. But it just, it, it, I just... I just feel that I I don't know why people didn't believe Megan and why everybody is so, you know, why when every time when a woman gets assaulted or harassed or shot at, they never believe her side. And I believed her from the beginning because I, I just truly believe I wouldn't think she would make something like this up to jeopardize her career. Um, this is serious. This guy's supposed to be. They're supposed to be close friend. If you my friend, why would you want to shoot me? Why would you get angry and and take out a gun and shoot at me? If you're supposed to be my homie, my boy, my close friend, my confidant, and and you do this to me, so um, you know it was a very emotional interview. It was you can tell she was she's still traumatized, and this incident happened two years ago, and it's it's still raw. And um, I remember when Megan went on social media, how when she talked about the disrespect and them calling her a liar and all kind of names, the court of public opinion just went at her, talking about they didn't believe her. And and she even said that, you know, how come when it comes to women, especially black women, that when they are a victim of a crime, that they never they they don't believe or nobody cares or uh people make fun you know she was really distraught behind this and um you know whenever the case comes to play and uh the trial comes up you know she's it's going to take her a long time a long time to really get over this and the fact that she can't even trust anybody uh make friends with anybody because of this she might have to even seek psychological help she might have to go see a, a psychiatrist behind this and who's to say she haven't seen one already but you know we don't know that you know i'm just speculating but she might have to see a shrink after this after everything is said and done so for those for those of people who didn't believe her this she, she tells her side of the story because for for a while she kept quiet she didn't say too much um, the latest is that actress Vivica of A. Fox says that she doesn't believe that Megan should have went and told her story I guess she believed that she should have just made, you know just said her story in her when she as when she go to court with this trial so you know I just it's just terrible, you know, when somebody you thought that was supposed to be your friend, your your ace, and then something like that, and then he offered her, and then the other girlfriend, um, she doesn't want, she just is a private person. She don't want any parts of this. But um, probably during the trial, they're probably going to, definitely going to ask her, to, you know, her side of the story. So... Hang in there, Megan. I, I, I believed her from the very beginning. 
Uh, right now we got 25 minutes after the hour. Wow, the time has gone so quickly. Uh, Amber Heard is uh, seemingly uh, wants extra protection as threat during Johnny's death trial uh, as it uh, rises about this allegation about defamation. Uh, if if a report is to believe, uh, the Aquaman actress has hired an elite security firm amid disturbing threats made by the Pirate of the Caribbean Dead Man Chess actors fan. The New York Post had just reported this yesterday that the 36-year-old actress is spending at least 120 an hour per guard. And this is according to a memo obtained by the outlet. The guard consists of a former military and government official. The so-called inside went on to spill that the security firm is currently monitoring lone wolf supporters trying to gain access to the Fairfax County Circuit Courthouse grounds, vehicles, or entrance to the facility. The high-profile company that has stationed personnel on the grounds of the Fairfax, Virginia Courthouse said that the um, that the security firm warns in the memo that don't be predictable or complacent. In the video and the image that was contained by the firm, spectators could be seen chasing vehicles carrying Amber and her team home from the courthouse. The memo suggested that the guards devise a circuit route to assure that the actress could get to her temporary residence safely. Now, Amber, along with her legal legal team, has been receiving very disturbing threats on social media. Even hashtag Justice for Johnny Depp became a trending topic on Twitter when the 58-year-old actor took to the stand. In 2018, Johnny sued Amber after she defamed him when she described herself as a victim of domestic abuse in a 2018 Washington Post op-ed. And though he wasn't named in the essay, he claimed that the op-ed clearly referenced him and later ruined his career damaged his reputation, and cost him millions of dollars. Amber herself has accused Johnny of domestic violence since their separation, and for his part, Johnny insists that he never struck Amber or any woman in his life, and in his own testimony, he alleged that Amber would instigate fights with him and was the one who got violent during their argument. Johnny also said his former uh, spouse would strike at, at, at him in her frustration and in her rage, and he further explained that uh, it would begin with a slap, it would begin with a shove, it would begin with throwing a TV remote at his head, and that her behavior became constant during their arguments. Camila Cabela is the new face of Victoria's Secret bombshell fragrance. The Don't Go Yet Hitmaker Star is the overhaul brand first bilingual campaign which sees the former Fifth Harmony star speak in both English and Spanish in the new ad for the best-selling perfume. The Bam Bam singer was photographed by Zoe Grothman for the campaign and exudes vibrance and confidence. To celebrate the Bombshell Fragrance Collection, Victoria's Secret is hosting the Bombshell Gardens, an immersive scent experience at the High Line here in New York City from May 3rd to 9th. Bombshell is a timely mix of fresh cup peonies and exotic fruits. Citrus notes and Brazilian purple passion fruit starts the fragrance off with a bright sparkle. The heart of the fragrance bloom with the signature Shangri-La peony from Tibet and creamy sweet Madagascan vanilla orchid creating a fruity floral blend. Now, Victoria's Secret is seeking to drive positive change for women around the globe with its VS Collective, the likes of Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, uh, Valentina Sam- 
Sampolo and Naomi Kasaka has lent their support to the campaign. To shop the full Bombshell Fragrance Collection, visit www.victoriasecret.com and uh, as well as retail locations nationwide. Uh, this will be music to the ears of Bad Bunny fans. The multi-talented Puerto Rican artist will star in Sony's El Murto, the first live-action Marvel movie to be led by a Latino character. Uh, that's what the studio announced on Monday at the CinemaCon event in Las Vegas. The El Murto character who originated in the Spider-Man comic books is a mask-wearing wrestler with superpowers. El Murto is scheduled to arrive in theaters on January 12, 2024. The 28-year-old Bad Bunny, whose real name is Benito Acasio, has real-life ties to the wrestling world, having taken part in multiple WWE events, including WrestleMania last year. He is set to appear in the upcoming action comedy movie, Bullet Train, which stars Brad Pitt and will also be released by Sony. And the late Eddie Van Halen left over $1 million to a music education charity in his will. The veteran rocker who passed away in 2020 at the age of 66 gave an unspecified donation to Mr. Holland Opus Foundation with the nonprofit organization hailing the seven-figure sum they received as transformative. The charity, which is named after the titular character in the 1995 movie, Mr. Ho- uh, Holland Opus, provides school-age children from low-income background access to musical instruments and other opportunities to enjoy music education, and Eddie's donation will provide a significant uh, increase to the nonprofit capacity to support music programs across the country. And before his death, the Jump Rocker had been a big supporter of the organization, and in 2012 he donated 75 guitars from his personal collection. His son Wolfgang Van Halen, who donated the proceeds from the sales of the 2020 debut sold single, Distance, to MHOF, has vowed to continue his father link to the charity. Right now we have here uh, 30 minutes after the hour. Uh, We're going to come back. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a music break. And I'll be back uh, with uh, in the next half hour we're going to be talking about Will Smith. Uh, He's apparently looking for some soul healing, and I'll tell you where he went for that soul healing. And the production for the 10th Fast and Fury movie took an unexpected turn. I'll tell you what had happened. And Robert Patterson will return as superhero Batman in a new sequel. And Harry Styles said that he doesn't feel the need to let fans know everything about him. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 24 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from my girl Leisha Keys and City of Gods. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Will Smith is apparently looking for some soul healing in the wake of the controversy caused by his slap at the Academy Awards. Staying away from the drama, the actor has traveled to India for spiritual purposes. That's what a source has claimed. The source tells People magazine that the 53-year-old actor went to the Asian country to practice yoga and meditation. It's unknown how long he will stay in India, but his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, was not seen with him in pop- when uh, in paparazzi pics taken upon his arrival in the country. Will arrive in Mumbai on Saturday, April 23rd. He appeared to be in good spirits as he was all smiles and waved to the photographers who waited for him and were shouting his name to get his attention. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air alum was also willing to take pictures with several fans, including someone who looked like an airport security official. Will overshadow his Oscar win with his behavior at the March 27th ceremony during which he slapped Chris Rock across the face for joking about Jada's shaved head. He has since apologized for his act, admitting that it was shocking, painful, and inexcusable. He also resigned as a member of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, while the Academy banned him from attending its events for the next 10 years. 
Jada, meanwhile, recently returned with a new episode of Red Table Talk. The show addressed the Oscar slap with a message that read, quote, Considering all that has happened in that last few weeks, the Smith family have been focusing on deep healing. Some of the discoveries around our healing will be shared at the table when the time calls. Until then, the table will continue offering itself to powerful, inspiring, and healing testimonies like that of our incredible, impressive first guest. Thanks for joining us, Jada. Um, Production for the 10th Fast and Furious movie took an unexpected turn as Justin Lin is stepping down as director. That's right. Lin, who had directed five films in the car and crime franchise, will remain with Fast 10 as a producer, he said in an announcement yesterday. Lin said in a statement, quote, over 10 years and five films, we have been able to shoot the best actors, the best stunts, and the best damn car chases. On a personal note, as a child of Asian immigrants, I'm proud of helping to build the most diverse franchise in movie history, unquote. Lyndon said why he's leaving the director's chair for Fast 10, which is scheduled to zoom into theaters on May 19, 2023. His replacement has not been announced. Vin Diesel, who stars Dom Toretto, Toretto in the Fast and Furious movie, announced last week that production for the latest film was underway. Lynn most recently directed the film franchise Ninth Installment F9, which came out last year. The popular movie series also starred Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Sung Kan, and Natalie Emanuel. Brie Larson will make her Fast and Furious debut with Fast 10. And Robert Pattinson will return as the Tyler superhero in a sequel to The Batman. The new movie was announced Tuesday for by uh, director Matt Reeves at the CinemaCon event in Las Vegas, but the filmmaker didn't reveal any further details, according to Variety. The announcement comes less than two months after The Batman premiered to rare reviews. It grossed more than $750 million worldwide, including more than $360 million in North America. The Batman is the first film to star passing as The Dark Knight and featured a cast that also includes Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, and Paul Dano. It follows Batman as he attempts to solve clues left by the villainous Riddler who target corrupt politicians in Gotham City. The development of a sequel film was one of several major announcements made by Warner Brothers on Tuesday. The studio also shared a first-look photo of Margot Robbie starring in Barbie and announced that film will arrive in theaters on July 21, 2023. A release date for the Batman sequel has not been revealed. And Harry Styles doesn't feel the need to let fans know everything about him. The uh, As It Was and Sign of the Times singer is responding to the world ordinance and, in his words, outdated speculation about his sexuality while promoting his most intimate album, Harry's House, next month. Styles told Better Homes and Gardens in the magazine June cover story that came out yesterday. Uh, this is what he said. He said, quote, I've been really open with it. I've been really open with it with my friends, but that's my personal experience. It's mine. The whole point of where we should be heading, which is towards accepting everybody and being more open, is that it doesn't matter. And it's about not having to label everything, not having to clarify what boxes you're checking, unquote. 
Not only has style sexuality been much talked about and dissected by onlookers, but so has his relationship status. Since well before the One Direction alum embarked on a solo career. Style has long been believed to be the subject of several songs by Taylor Swift, including the amply titled Style. The two shared a brief romance from late 2012 to early the following year. Uh, Starting in late 2020, the uh, Dunkirk actor was reported to be dating Olivia Wilde, who directed him in her upcoming film Don't Worry Darling. The singer was also reportedly the reason behind Wilde's split from Ted Lasso uh, star Jason Sudeikis, to whom she's been engaged for seven years. The former couple shared two children. Actress Megan Fox, and uh, she told Glamour UK that she and her fiancé, Megan, I mean, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, uh, that uh, they drink each other's blood, but a little goes a long way. The theatrical couple drew attention in January after Fox claimed on social media that she and Kelly, born Colson Baker, drank each other's blood in an Instagram engagement announcement. Now, according to Fox fans who were picturing the pair gulping down pints of bodily fluids from goblets, have got the wrong idea, but they're in the ballpark. The 35-year-old actress explained she read tarot cards and is into astrology and metaphysical practices. Fox feels she somehow shaped Kelly, who's four years her junior, into the mate she wanted him to be starting before they even met. Uh, As for their blood sharing, Fox said it's controlled and limit to a shedding a few drops of blood at a time, though Kelly would likely take things another step. Fox said that Kelly is willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. But Fox was speaking about physicality, not blood, when she called the singer her type. Wow. Viola Davis is taking her critics head on. The Emmy Globing Gold Oscar and Tony Award winner has been the subject of much internet backlash from her portrayal of former First Lady Michelle Obama in a new Showtime series called The First Lady. Numerous social media threads mocking the physical characteristics she brought to the world role, uh, most notably overly pursed lips, have gone viral over the past week. And that has not been lost on Davis. Uh, After winning acclaims and accolades for her work on the big screen with Doubt, The Help, and Fences on the Broadway stage with King Henley II and Seven Guitars and her breakthrough role on the primetime drama How to Get Away with Murder, the veteran actress is meeting the most blistering blowback of her career. And not just on social media platforms. On Rotten Tomatoes, the first lady, which also starred Gillian Anderson and as Eleanor Roosevelt and Michelle Pfeiffer as Betty Ford, garnered a 43% score. In a review for The Hollywood Reporter, Angie Han wrote, quote, At some point it became more distracting to see how hard Davis is working to move her mouth like Obama than it probably would have been to simply accept that Michelle Obama looks like Viola Davis in the universe, unquote. Uh, Davis said that it is incredibly hurtful when people say negative things about her work, and this is what she said during an interview with BBC News. She described criticism as occupational hazard of the work, 
but rhetorically called it, how do you move on from the hurt from failure? And Davis said, quote, but you have to because not everything is going to be an award-worthy performance. Directed by Suzanne uh, Baer, the First Lady is described by the Premium Cable Network as a revelatory reframing of American leadership told through the lens of the women at the heart of the White House. Obama, who is the only surviving member of the show's three main characters, has not publicly commented about her portrayal. Uh, when asked, has she heard from the former First Lady, Davis shared that she doesn't have any personal contact with Michelle Obama. Right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
That was uh, the latest from the weekend called Out of Time. Right now we have 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Wicked is going to be twice as nice. John M. Shue, big screen adaptation of the popular Broadway musical, will be split into two films starring Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo. And this is what the director had announced yesterday on Tuesday, April 26th. This is what he said in a tweet. He said, quote, as we prepared this production over the last year, it became increasingly clear that it would be impossible to wrestle the story of Wicked into a single film without doing some real damage to it. As we try to cut songs on trim characters, those decisions began to feel like fatal compromises to the source material that has entertained us all for so many years. So we decided to give ourselves an even bigger canvas and make not just one Wicked movie, but two. The film will come out in December of 2024 and December 2025. Wicked originated on Broadway in 2003 and focused on the witches who lived in the land of Oz, the casting of Arrivo as the Wicked Witch of the West, and Grande as the bubbly Glinda the Good Witch was announced last year. Shu previously directed Crazy Rich Asians and last year's movie musical In the Heights, which was adapted from the Broadway show by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Earth, Wind, and Fire saxophonist Andrew Woolfolk, famous famous for his soaring solo, has died at the age of 71. Uh, Singer Philip Bailey broke the news of Woolfolk's death on Instagram on Monday. Woolfolk died Sunday after a long illness, according to his online obituary. The sax player and Bailey both joined the jazzy, funky R&B band around 1972 and played together on his hit songs, including September and Shining Star. Bailey wrote that he had great memories of his friend and bandmate, who he described as a great talent with a sense of humor who was also competitive and quit wit. Perhaps just as importantly, he described the Texas native as always styling. CNN reported that Woodfolk was studying music in New York when Bailey asked him to join up with Earth, Wind, and Fire, which was founded in Chicago. In his memoir, Bailey reported remembering Woodfolk as a jolly prankster who kept things interesting on tour. Woodfolk brought his sax sound to records by other artists, including Denise Williams and Phil Collins. Music producer Brandon Williams also had high praises for Woodfolk. Um, actress Shailene Woodley uh, once again has scrapped plans to get back together with Aaron Rodgers. That's what the source had told E! News. The Big Little Lies star told her... Um, said that her, her um, <clears throat> excuse me, she and the quarterback are not together, following the actress having tried to give it another shot after they called off their engagement in February. When Woodley and Pakistan originally parted ways early this year, a source had told In Touch that Roger put football first. And it wasn't long before a source told E! News that Woodley was Roger's plus one to teammate David back. Bakhtiari's wedding in early March as a means of support. The former couple was said at the time to be testing the waters. Now, Woodley and the, <coughs> excuse me, 
and the 2022 MVP announced their plans to marry in February of 2021. And back in November, Roger made waves when he contracted COVID-19 after misleading reporters about having been vaccinated. And Woodley stood by his side at the time. So they're no longer the couple. <coughs> Excuse me. The Santa Fe Sheriff's Office released Monday that all of its files from the fatal shooting on the set of Russ, including videos of Alec Baldwin rehearsing with a gun. The video, which has no audio, shows Baldwin in costume while, like, unholstering a revolver and pointing it on the ca- at the camera. The video was shot on the same day Baldwin fired the gun and killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and wounded director Joel Zuza. Now, Baldwin has denied pulling the trigger on the gun, and the investigation as a whole remains open with a focus on how a live round was put into the gun. And according to the report, the brush production was plagued with other safety issues, including numerous unintentional prop gun discharges. Text messages from prop master Sarah Zachary also detail how Baldwin insists on using real weapons and scenes. No charge has been filed in the case, but multiple lawsuits have been filed against the production, including one from Matthew Hutchins, the the, uh, cinematographer's husband. And Britney Spears is temporarily stepping away from social media. Spears, who's temporarily active on Instagram where she posts dancing videos and uplifting quotes, she previously used social media to address her court-ordered conservatorship, which was terminated last November after 13 years. The singer recently announced on Instagram that she's expecting her third child and first with fiancé Sam Asghari. Um Spears' conservatorship, which controlled the singer's finances and other aspects of her life, came to an end following a long legal battle by the pop star who received support from fans through the hashtag FreeBritneyOnline movement. The artist has been publicly critical of her family's support during the high-publicized saga and sparred online with her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Now, Spears, who won a Grammy in 2005, is an eight-time nominee at the annual Music Awards show. She's known for songs such as Oop, I Did Again, Baby, One More Time, and Toxic. And it was a good weekend for the bad guys as the animated movie dominated the domestic box office in its debut. The DreamWorks flick about animals known for their Spectacular's highest open with $24 million in North America, winning a weekend filled with high-profile titles in theaters. Adapted from a popular series of children novels, the bad guys feature a star power voice cast that includes Sam Rockwell, Anthony Ramos, Aquafina, Mark Maron, and uh, Craig Robinson. The film follows the group of animals as they decide whether to continue to their lives of crime once they given the chance to go good. The Bad Guys wasn't the only family film that proved to be a big draw as Sonic the Hedgehog 2 added another $15.2 million in its third weekend in the theaters to finish its second place. And based on the lightning quick hedgehog from the Sega video game, uh, Sonic 2 has now made more than $145 million at North American theaters. It posed to soon set a new record for domestic earnings by a video game adaptation with the high mark belonging to the $148.9 million made by the original Sonic the Hedgehog in 2020. 
uh, Ben Schwartz voices the Tyler Hero in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, while Jim Carrey, James Marsden, uh, Tika Sumter, and Idris Elba also star in the film. Last weekend, box office winner of Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore, at $14 million to finish in third place. Set in the Harry Potter wizarding world, the film has made $67 million domestically since its April 15 premiere. And rounding out the North American box office top five films for the weekend were a pair of new releases, the Viking fantasy epic The Northman, starring Alexander Skarsgård and Anya Taylor-Joy. They made $12 million to finish four, while the action comedy The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, in which Nicolas Cage plays a fictional version of himself, came in fifth with $7.2 million. Next weekend doesn't feature any new films in theaters from the major studio, but May 6th marks the release of the much-anticipated Marvel movie Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch returned as a Tyler Sorcerer in the superhero flick, which also stars Marvel veteran Elizabeth Olsen, Rachel McAdams, Benedict Wong, and franchise newscomber Zokio Gomez. And uh, showrunner David Hollander has been asked from Showtime series remake of American Gigolo. A spokesperson for Sh- uh, Showtime confirmed that Hollander firing but declined to give any more details. A deadline reported that the movie was made after investigation into allegations of misconduct that was not of sexual harassment nature. Hollander previously served as the showrunner of Ray Donovan for most of his seventh season at Showtime, and then it returned to direct and co-write the movie version with star Lee Schreiber. Showtime picked up American Gigolo in June of 2021, starring John Berthold as Julian Kay, who is introduced 15 years after he's been arrested for murder and struggling to find his footing in the modern-day Los Angeles sex industry while seeking the truth about the setup that sent him to prison all those years ago and also hoping to reconnect with Michelle, his one true love, played by Gretchen Maul. And the co-stars, including Rosie O'Donnell as Homicide Detective Sunday, Lizzie Brockshire as Sex Work Ring Heiress Isabel, Gabrielle LaBelle as a younger version of Julian named Johnny, Leland Orser as Richard Stratton as self-made tech billionaire, and guest star Wayne Brady as Lorenzo, Julian's best friend and mentor. The series serves as a sequel to the 1988 thriller of the same name, which stars which starred Richard Gere as Kay. No premiere date has been set for American Gigolo, and it's unclear if Hollander's firing was set back production. Well, that's going to do it for me this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.